We had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. I hope that it can occur in a, a civil way, and I, 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 I mean civil in a special way, I, peaceful. The biggest question, in, maybe in economics and politics of the coming decade, will be what to do with all these useless people. I just see the need for such a dialogue, and I see the need for action. I see the need for a great reset. We are three years, four months, and eight days into 14 days to flatten the curve. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Ned. How are you, Mr. Wizard? I'm fine. I keep troweling through history and like a good subject, and I found something interesting that I want to put out in front of people. Okay, you've got some uh, you've got some history lessons for all of us tonight. You didn't spoil well, I've got it for a me. history lesson, and it's centered around the UK actually. And it's just I want to just go through it like a storyline and see if people think this resembles something that's happened in the last few years or whatever. And because um, there's a, a good old adage, right, that um, if we sort of ignore our history. We do it at our own peril. And since they don't really teach history anymore uh, in within the education system, unless you deliberately choose it, and a lot of kids won't choose it because they hate writing, and there's a lot of in-depth stuff, and it would make you cynical and make you really think about what's going on. And they don't want children to do that anymore. They don't want people to grow up and think about that. Because within the educational system, and especially higher education system, it all just seems to be a political shouty match. And I don't know, we're going to have a whole generation of students that I don't think they'll qualify for anything. I would argue we have students now that don't qualify, and graduates that don't qualify for anything. Um, again, not to harken back on what we talked about last week, but you know, I, I told you this in prep. I quoted you on uh, the podcast that I did with Melissa on Wednesday last week. We were talking about what is going on with like academia and all this stuff that's this research in these books and things and these analyses and reports and everything that we need access to to figure out what's going on to get people the right information so they can understand what's actually happening in the world and they can take whatever steps they need to ensure their own safety and you know make the right decisions for themselves and the people that are supposed to be doing this for a profession don't do it and you said well if they're not going to do anything well then why are they there you know and she she wholeheartedly agreed and so do I if they're not going to do anything, get out of the way. So I would argue exactly. we have we have students and graduates that aren't qualified. Well, I, I don't think I think um, a lot of people that have come into academia are clueless that most of them are probably just going down the social sciences, as they call them, and nothing else. Knowledge is not getting passed on. And, it, and, it, and it's crazy because knowledge is the only thing that... Uh, 
get humanity go forward. And more than that, again, I don't mean to steal your thunder. You have always said, you haven't said it. I don't even think you've said it on podcast, but I could, maybe you did. I could be mistaken. I didn't sleep very well last night. But you said knowledge should be free. And I agree. Knowledge should should be free. What we're digging into, this isn't free by any stretch, is it? Oh, no, you have to dig and find it. And then you have to... You see, that this is the problem. Because some of us have been around for a long period of time and we've got contacts and we've got people we know and stuff like that, that is the only way we can get hold of something sometimes due to earned respect and, you know, people that still understand. There are a few people out there that will go the extra mile to help. But if you haven't been through that system, if you haven't gained the years of that, and if you haven't come across people like that, this stuff is going to be, remain locked behind doors. And it's, it, well, that's the biggest crime out. When they that's say good, they're cre- going to create engines just to give the idea of the internet and all this knowledge was just going to be available to everybody, but it's controlled knowledge. And I'll tell you what, it's boring, most of it. Yeah. I actually it's I saw an article. It's nonsensical, most of it, it. It is. I saw an article, I think this afternoon, where uh, Google are going to create an AI algorithm specifically to feed and generate stories to send to the mainstream media outlets. Lovely. Didn't the it? Associated Press that was will one feed them, you yes. information because they don't want you to go off the rails, so they'll just tell you what you need to know for your own good. It's like BBC Verify, if you remember that when we talked about that. <laughs> yeah. BBC Verify, the British Broadcasting Circus of Verification. Yes, don't. Was it Melissa or Melinda or something uh, like that? Um, or the hell, uh, Mar- Mar- Mariana, um, or oh, something, Mar- Mariana I don't know, something, yes, Mariana Strong. I, I can't even verify her name, yeah. <laughs> well, that's okay because she uses multiple <laughs> aliases on, on different oh, yeah, social, on media, social media, yeah, yeah. I know, she's um, never mind, but anyway, right then, favorite subject, not really favorite subject, but one that I've troweled through over the last three years. So, I'm gonna go each time, like, I think I've fixed the jigsaw. And it's there. We then dig up something else or something happens like in Brussels where they held um, the meeting and people were testifying for eight hours about the origins of the coronavirus, where it all started in 1965. And it's all out there for people to listen to, whether they want to do it or not. Fine. But I thought, well, okay, that's pretty bad. 1965. Let's go back to because somebody voiced, you see, they always find a a little rhetoric to voice, right? And then they go back and say, well, what about, you know, vaccines are good. Remember smallpox? And I went, I do remember something about smallpox. So I went and looked into it, especially in the UK, because this had quite a detrimental effect on society. And it was, this is where, once again, vaccine was manipulated. Now, we're talking going back to the 1800s now. It's a disease that's believed to be eradicated. This is the point of time that's referred back to politically by those who want to push vaccines. But the problem is they don't tell you the true history or and it is available out there. Don't get me wrong. Vaccines have come a long way. Live vaccines. That means when man's worked with nature, used the pathogen and made a vaccine. And as long as it's life, pharmaceuticals then created non-live vaccines because it's a good push and it saved money and whatever else. And that's where the negative sides come into it. And we have talked over time endlessly about this and we've put stuff out there and 
it's it's a very big subject to go it through. It is, and it, it's important. It, I'm sorry to interject. I'll let you continue, but it's important that people make that distinction between live and non-live because one has had success and the other one has ha- not had as good of success, and it's actually been negative. Well, yeah, it is. It is basically the, the f- people don't really understand. Yeah, and live vaccines. This is where they found out that the mortality rate, especially in third world countries and that were was shown that these kids weren't suffering from other symptoms because they were given a live vaccine against a certain disease but it also boosted their immune system and helped it against other things whereas non-live vaccines which need an adjuvant to activate it and this then always had the high possibility of a negative side effect even though you are not aware of it because if anything knocks your immune system for a period of time, even if you come down to, if, if you think about fundamentally about your uh, medical autonomy, if you actually go and have an antibiotic, your body allows that our antibiotic takes over. It takes over and fights whatever. And then even after the antibiotic has run its course, your body is at a null point and it has to build up again. So you are susceptible even for that, even though, you know, antibiotics are good. And this is why you should only take them when required, seriously required. You see, but this is how doctors used to speak to you. But now they don't. They just take the first antibiotic off the shelf. They don't even take swabs. They go, take this. If that doesn't work, come back and get the next one down. Because I've got a stack of them because they haven't got the time. They haven't got the time because time is money. Money's worked out in minutes by the whoever pushes the financial ideals and everything else and business. Doctors have basically, especially, I mean, it's in, in the UK, 10 minutes to see a patient. You could, How can you say, well, how do you know that person doesn't require a bit more than 10 minutes? Do you, if you care, you want to get to the bottom of it. But 10 minutes gives them the ability to throw something at you to treat the symptoms, not necessarily a cure. because man-made medicines generally treat symptoms and don't cure you and if you work on that premise or if you even ask those questions is this going to cure me well it'll make you feel better <laughs> yeah fine yeah Whoa. thanks doc that'll um, get, that'll get i you have another question uh, i'm sorry i can't help you i got a tea time i gotta go <laughs> yeah exactly i gotta see the next patient off you go yeah but you know so anyway smallpox was a problem it was a massive problem you see it when 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 we had um let's call it the big industrial revolution there was a social upheaval there was a, a mass influx of people into urban areas of cities so basically what happened then was they crammed in many of them were living in squalor filth poor sanitary they obtained water from anywhere just about and drainage systems weren't what they are today. A lot of them didn't even have toilets, you know. Blackadder routine, stick your bum out the window. Yeah, it's the open-air toilet. Now... Oh, you've been to Los Angeles, third world, <laughs> A lot of third-world countries are like, there's kids out there that just walk forever to find... But a lot of them are just getting water from anywhere, and this is a big problem. And it was no wonder that diseases were rife. But anyway, smallpox was out there. And obviously there was like stories that like, if you've had cowpox, you won't get smallpox. And somebody picked up on this and decided they were going to make a vaccine, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And funny enough, there was a promise made. If you inoculate your children with this, they'll only need it once. They'll be all right for the rest of their lives. One hit, wonder. Yeah. 
So what happened then? Now, we're talking about the mid-1800s, 18, 1853. It's all right, I had to make a note of this, because certain dates were ever. So they were told the vaccine was a good idea. In fact, mandates were made in this country. Laws were made, and they passed it to say it was compulsory that all children and babies are inoculated with a vaccine, irrespective of any reported side effects, harm or deaths, right? You might have heard something very similar recently. This happened in 1953. In 1971-73, to big whammy happened. There was an epidemic. Vaccinated people, children, were dying. But hang on, why are we dying of smallpox? We've been vaccinated, yeah? And then they were giving it no more. No more vaccine. That's it. We've had enough. And it got that bad that the legal system became clogged up. People preferred to take fines or imprisonment than the vaccine. So the vaccine was eventually abandoned, yeah? Now, at the beginning of the 1900s, uh, what was put in place later on was sanitization, isolation, quarantine routines, disinfection routines, observation routines, etc., etc., etc. And funny enough, that worked better than any vaccine. That's funny how they didn't mention any of that during COVID. And I, I brought that up on several occasions. I said, you know what? The number one thing that you can do in a country to knock out disease and death is running water, clean running water, and sanitation services. Yeah, that's what worked mm -hmm. out most of it. Yep. I mean, remember cholera and everything? Yep. They thought it was airborne, but it was waterborne and et cetera, et cetera. Well, how did the people get it revoked, right? Because the people did get it revoked. In 1885, there was a mass de demonstration against compulsory vaccinations. One of the biggest was in Leicester. Over 100,000 people realized what they'd been told. It was either not working or it's just a blatant lie. So they were all out there. You can actually see some pictures. There's some brilliant pictures of this in the historical libraries. And there were some really, really interesting placards. Yeah. There was hundreds of them, and people come out with some really clever, <laughs> nicely written ones. Not just like, you know, you see today, up yours, I'm this, I'm that, or whatever, or F off, or whatever. They actually use words. And I, I, I just picked out a couple, right? Truth Conquers was one of the, you know, you know, the righteous ones. But compulsory vaccination is an usurpation of unjust power. Parental affection before despotic law. Better a felon cell than a poisoned babe. Neither prison nor penalties can prevent vaccine from being a poison and the vaccine's law and infamy. Now, there were some brilliant things out and these people were unhappy. And because basically in Leicester, over 90% were vaccinated. Now, we're talking at that time. So basically in 1889, after this big outcry, they decided, well, okay, we're going to hold this a moment and we're going to look into it. So they, in this country, we had what we called a royal commission and it was set up to inv investigate, as they put it, the controversy of vaccines. So basically they looked into it and you could get convicted as a felon if you didn't take a vaccine. But they had a name for people like that on conviction. Guess what it was? An anti-vaxxinist. Uh, I was just getting ready to say an anti-vaxxer, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, hang on. And <laughs> we've been there recently, you know. So, what was discovered? What did they discover? There was wrongly attributed deaths. Have we had that? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Well, in them days, what they did was, these children that were vaccinated and died of smallpox, many of them were written down 
as if they died of chicken pox. Now, children don't die of chicken pox, but there was hundreds of these, whatever, and every now and then there was... Uh, one died of smallpox, but hundreds died of chickenpox. I'm getting the feeling of the um, the manipulation of the death certificates that they did to increase the numbers here during mm-hmm. COVID. As in, if you got shot by, I don't know, uh, a dr- you know, if you were shot in like a drive-by or a gang shooting, that was a COVID death. George Floyd was <laughs> ruled as a COVID death. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's, this, the thing is, everything thing. from pneumonia and everything. But this is a this is this is a really dark mirror today of this. It was it's amazing. So we had wrongly filed recorded deaths, and like I said, ninety percent plus of this population, right, vaccinated, and they worked out that there's three thousand seven hundred per million, right? So per million, there was at least three thousand seven hundred deaths of the vaccinated. If that's the number that was attributed, you can guess possibly it may have been more. And that was two of the really interesting anomalies. And there, there was there was a whole list of them. By 1898, the Royal Commission had finished their investigation and a new vaccine law was passed, which added a conscience clause. Now, this is quite interesting. This allowed people who did not believe in vaccination to be exempt from having their children vaccinated. And this was passed in... 1898 although for years afterwards you had um magistrates and um people within the 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 law community twisting and turning things over and not following this line and it wasn't until 1948 right that it actually was ruled that compulsory vaccination is ended that went on for quite some time yeah although officially by about the beginning of the nineteenth, um, the twentieth century, it was seen as official, but it was still wrangled about. But they didn't push it through law until after the Second World War and said, "Right, no more compulsory vaccination." Okay, so that had effectively ended, say, in nineteen, just over nineteen hundreds. Now there were some other interesting things that went on. So you got to remember those figures I told you about the three thousand seven hundred plus that per million that died that were vaccinated. Now, that was the 1871-73 epidemic. In 1892-94, there was another outbreak, yeah? But because of the outcry, only about 3 or 4% of the population, not 90% plus, was vaccinated. So, basically, what happened to the population? Well, funnily enough, per million head of population, there was only 110 to 120 deaths per million. Interesting numbers. Yeah massively different so people had taken their own medical autonomy on they'd started the idea of no vaccines yeah we'll do it properly we'll live we'll live a bit better and lo and behold so the 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 mortality rate dropped but there was obviously because of the royal commission they obviously kept an eye on the population medically to see what has happened but after the high level of original vaccinations other diseases became more prevalent funnily enough so the vaccine also seemed to seem to have a negative effect so they had tabies which basically is a nervous system uh, degenerative disease and you could tell it when you had softening of like the skull the skull bone and there was various cancers there was uh, i think one called um mesenterica Tarika or something is is where you had restricted blood flow through the arteries to the intestines and there was loads of diseases. But they were prevalent for 25 years. 
before it dropped off again. Wow, that's a long time. Well, that's, that's a whole generation. Yeah. So 25 years. So if you think, like good old Bojo said, we know this vaccine isn't going to cure you. It's not going to stop transmission, but it will help you a lot against death. So take the booster. That was the only truthful thing that was really said out there. And the vaccine, we know it, the COVID vaccine, we know that it affects your, it gives you immune deficiency or can do, and it can have various, it can heighten stuff that maybe you thought might have been hereditary and all of a sudden it's coming to the fore and stuff like that when you didn't have it, but you knew it might run in your family and people are still dying. So if something like a vaccine back then that was wrongly created, mismanaged and administered, and so much harm was done. There's a conspiracy for you. We're in the 20s, and they like 2050, where they say the population's going to drop off. Well, Ned, see, I think you're misunderstanding. You see, we're more advanced now. We're more enlightened. We're more aware of our past mistakes. So therefore, there's no way we could make those mistakes again with our experts. No, and we can learn advisors. from them and just make it even more potent. When needed, could, yes, yeah, because yep, overpopulation could. is causing climate problems and everything else that they want to throw down a bunny owl. I'm glad you said that because I've got something just for you on that. If you bear with me for just a moment, uh, here it <laughs> yeah. is. You're familiar with uh, Ms. Kamala Harris, the current vice president of the United States. Oh, yes, unfortunately, yes, we all are. This is her last week. This didn't make too many headlines about the impact on something like public health. When we invest in clean energy and electric vehicles and reduce population, more of our children can breathe clean air and drink clean water. Yeah, of course. So what, they, what she's trying to say is that the government isn't supplying enough clean air and water to sustain the population or what? Well, that in... So you, you well, say you have we, to... Yeah, you got to You got to call the herd in order to fix those problems. So you have opportunities for other people, you see. Uh, she's a miserable cow, isn't she? Oh, she's something, yeah. Can you imagine if, uh, God forbid, can you imagine if two scoops falls over head first into the tub of uh, ice cream and she has to take I've over? Got, I have a question. Has she got children? That is a good question. I want to say no. I haven't seen them. Because I know she's come out with statements like children shouldn't belong to the parents, they should belong to the community. No, that wasn't her. That was uh, Melissa Harris that was Perry. Her. No, that was. Oh Melissa no, Harris. was that a, was that AOE or AO? No, that was that was a woman. That wasn't AOC. That was a woman named Melissa Harris Perry. She was a host on MSNBC on one of our mainstream. Media I'm networks. sure she has voiced that. You know. Well, maybe she's voiced it. I don't know, but Harris Perry actually did the promo for that that's circulating. I can dig it out. I, I have it here somewhere. But. Mm. but I mean, she's gone down all these lines about affectations of the segregation of families and f everything belongs to not families and now she's doing the population thing reduction mm -hmm. in the population is she bloody stupid well yes the, the only reason she's... you would want a reduction in the population is if you didn't want to get off this rock 
Yeah, that is true. This is the woman you're thinking of here. We have never invested as much in public education as we should have because we've always had kind of a private notion of children. Your kid is yours and totally your responsibility. We haven't had a very collective notion of these are our children. So part of it is we have to break through our kind of private idea that kids belong to their parents or kids belong to their families and recognize that kids belong to whole communities. Once it's everybody's responsibility and not just the households, then we start making better investments. Okay. You might as well just have so if, uh, Black Lives Matter up there and, and Karl Marx himself, because that's straight out of those ideologies. <laughs> so you get a phone call and someone says, can you send your kid over? I've got some chores for it to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's for the community, you see. It's not for you. It's for, for everybody else. Uh, excuse me, but. You know, take your head for a dump, please, and leave my child alone. But see, you see what I mean? Uh, that's a that's an actual advert on mainstream media. That was their own host, one yeah, of their hosts ridiculous. at the time. That, that is, is ridiculous. Is. I mean, believe it or not, I have seen the amount of people because you've got this worth ethic, like oh, one adult isn't enough to bring enough money in, so both of them are out to work and whatever. But they have children. Etc. Etc. If they didn't have parents, grandparents, etc. Etc. To help with it, or you know, to help with uh, picking the kids up, you know, so uh, awkward times and stuff, they dump their kids. They dump their kids at Brad. I have seen it so many times. Yes, the girls want to do um, ballet. The girls want to do brownies. They want to do this activity. They want to do. It's like the parents come along, dump them for an hour to get a reprieve, and then they wait in the corridors to pick them up. You know, yep. right? Out you yep. come, back home again, and it's very clicky, TikTok, TikTok, and they don't sort of. Well, what have you been up to? Whatever. I actually, I remember now, right? Because they used to do uh, at one of the brownies, like guides and stuff like that, and they had these boxes organised for each group because they they were split into groups, whether it was a, a different animal group, whether they called them whatever it was, and there was a, a, a box that each group used, and it had pens, pencils, la, 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 la. And they used to give it to one of the kids. It was their turn to take it home and organise it, yeah? You know, take it home. That was your thing to do over the weekend, bring it back next week, you know? Just so they did something. They were part of it. And one of the little kids came out into the corridor, because I used to go in and see them. One came out says, uh, and said to the father, right, this is going on. What's that? What are you bringing that home for? Have you told your mother? What's that all about? Take it back. <laughs> you know, before the child could... And how awkward does that child feel? Because that has been given her responsibility after, say, so many weeks. It's her turn to go home and do it and wherever else. And it just bluntly, bang, 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 woof, off you go. It's 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 so destructive. That is... And it, and it's like that. Come home, bump, that's off, leave that here. There's so much of that going on. So much thoughtlessness and it's 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 miserable. But not all parents are like that. But when you see a, that they don't actually get involved with what the child is doing and they just drop them off, pick them up and off they go again, you should get involved with the child. You know, you've, you've, you've taken it there. It, it, it's like, oh, my God, they want to do this. I've got to find the money for this. Dump it. Pick it up. Yeah. It's objective. That yeah. child is a person. You're advocating for parents to actually parent. What's wrong with you? Well, I don't know. <laughs> maybe I had parents. <laughs> maybe you had parents and maybe you are a parent, yeah. Yeah, but it's it's ridiculous. It's those simple things and they affect the children and who they're who they're to become. But yeah, sorry, just to go back, finalize on that smallpox thing. Scary, isn't it? It's a mirror image of what's happened in the last three years, really. 
in a different, you know, on a certain scale. But the only way it was stopped was there was a massive outcry from the people. The people saw through it and they went, I will go to prison before this. And this time round, people weren't prepared to do it. They just took the drug and the consequences are still piling up. And this is the problem. Not everybody took it, but we, it was obviously, we've got to such a malleable stage that they, the people will not stand up. And you've got to, you've got to find and you've got to reassert on these supposed responsibility, irresponsible people within our societies, the doctors, the nurses, the police, local councils, because they've all got to get behind this because the governments are just corporate mouthpieces at the moment. And if the people don't stand up, which you didn't, you could have done what these 100,000 people did in Leicester. And Martin actually reminded me of something because I did mention... I threw this at him earlier on, the idea of it, before I finished my research. And he went, funny that, there was a peer, uh, there was um, a parliamentary person that came out of Leicester, wasn't there? That was standing up in our parliament. What was, was that, his name? Was that Bridgen? Was he Was he from Leicester? Yes, he's Leicester. Okay, I didn't know where his constituency was. Yeah, he, he, he was from Leicester. Interesting. That was his constituency. I mean, and that's come all the way around. I wonder if yeah. he actually has known this or was it just by coincidence? I I'm going to go. I'm going to go with it was just coincidence. However, he said what needed to be said. And what part of that interview that the BBC did do you think that they didn't air? The part that actually mattered. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I know. He had his well, people, people there got... recording it separately. So when it aired, he could put it out you know, through his and say, this is what I actually this said. This is what really happened. Yeah. 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 I know. It, it's, it is, it's chop and change, isn't it? It, it? They just do what they want. And this is the problem with media. But people have got to learn one thing. You've got to remember something. If you have a child, let it get the measles, let it, it, I shouldn't say, let the child get the measles, let it get chicken pox, because that will help against stronger pathogens later in life. Because as an adult... You really don't want to get shingles. Shingles no. is one of no. the nastiest things <laughs> out there. Not. It hits your nervous system. And the biggest thing that helps you fight shingles and you don't get it is if you've had chicken pox. And if, as an adult, you've associated with children that have got chicken pox because it keeps your immune system energized. Here's one for against you. Against it. Yeah, here's one for you. So I know somebody personally in the U.S. that is over the age of 60 and mm -hmm. are physicians. I call them legalized drug dealers, most of them. I know very few doctors in the U.S. that actually try to do things without drugs. I know a couple uh, and they're, they're really good doctors. But this individual was encouraged by their physician to get a shingles vaccine. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's highly recommended for anyone over the age of 65 in the U.S. I'm surprised Just you didn't hear about it. that. Oh, just to take it, yeah. Well, because you don't want to get them, you see. You don't want to you don't get the shingles, so you take this this vaccine. Of course, they don't tell you that the virus never actually leaves your system and it could reemerge at any time. It's the chicken pox, you know, thing. It's it's that part of the, the virus. But anyway, this person took that vaccine and they have had a degenerative problem, uh, you know, a joint problem ever since then. And yep. it's gotten to the point where, you know, it's it's developed and they were they were perfectly fine before, but mm -hmm. right after that. It turned into this massive arthritis problem, and now they cannot walk. Wonders never cease. Mm. Shingles is a nasty thing. People don't realize. And if this is what people have got to understand, our medical autonomy generally has gone out the window. We have got so used to going to the trusted people, which then 
just treat the symptoms. If you're on any form of medication, now a vaccine, understandably a proper vaccine cures something. It's out there to cure you. If it doesn't cure you, it's not a vaccine, all right? It's something else. Always check to see if it's a live vaccine. You will find out in the West, just about all of them are non-live now. And if they're administering them to your children, you can have serious problems. They can have serious problems. There's loads of research going out there that over the last few decades, more mental aberrations have become more prevalent, as in your autism, your ADHD, your epilepsy, all manner of things. And they're wondering why. And a lot of people are saying, well, if you're going to start keep chucking this stuff inside you, it's going to have an effect. And eventually, specifically, if these are genetically modified, um, I can't even use the word vaccine because they don't cure anything. They're just shoving it at you. Even when they say the influenza jab, if you're old, take this. But the only way, I mean, if you ask them and they honestly answer you, they'll say, well, we, we take four or six strains and we think which is going to be the one that might turn up and we give you an injection against it. If you look into any vaccines throughout history, and that's vaccines, I mean, you can, we have got an endless amount of podcasts since um, February 2020 on, and which have talked about this and the history of it. And all these vaccines that have been manufactured against some really supposed epidemics or coming pandemics and everything have had a serious negative effect and been dragged away from it after certain deaths covid is the only one they're still playing with yeah and it's yeah, a joke it's horrendous it's a hideous idea i concur i was looking at an article the other day out of the bbc take it for what you will right but the mere fact that they actually admitted this was the part that shocked me the most i didn't realize that you guys were giving weight loss jabs in the uk did you know that weight loss vaccines i didn't know weight there was loss. such a thing well so uh, hang on vaccine yes that's what they that's what they say europe's dr yeah weight loss vaccines are being investigated for suicide risk europe's drug regulator has told bbc news it is conducting a review of some weight loss vaccines after being alerted to a possible link of thoughts of suicide and self-harm among users i didn't know there were weight loss vaccines i can't, I can't equate the word vaccine to weight loss i can't either i can't either this is this is news to me <laughs> it's like that Peter Hotez thing where he says we're going to create a malnutrition vaccine. Yes, you, know. you don't need, you don't need what, nutrition what, anymore. What, you don't need food. This word, they, they have totally buggered the word vaccine. They've destroyed what it's meant to be. If you can still find it in your biology book and look up the meaning of vaccine, you will find out it means totally different to what these guys are doing. I mean, there's doctors out there like some of these, uh, and they they say a child can take up to oh a thousand vaccines, that's or insane. even more, and that and that, that's ridiculous, that's and that is the lowest scale of it. And even if you looked on the NHS site, it refers to American U.S. research says, and they're giving it. Well, you shouldn't be doing that. You Who should paid not for that? be even thinking about it. <laughs> Who paid for that research? I wonder. Oh, taxpayers pay for the research that the pharmaceutical companies then make the money out of selling it back to you mm -hmm. of course they do oh yeah we fund the whole thing we 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 fund it via our governments via the grants and everything else and then they get you to buy it back at the cost of what do they reckon 
every person that took a shot equated to the cost of six grand over the COVID quackery. What a laundry service. Uh, Someone's made a lot of money. Someone made a lot of money, yeah. Well, Kissinger told everybody, all the shareholders that were in the room, you know, we're we're going to... We're going to have this, and you guys are going to make a whole lot of money. Yeah. Yes. And who created the who? Is that the UN? Another one of those triplets? Yeah, Yeah, it's one of the arms of the UN, yeah. So you got the UN, the who, and the WEF. The triplets are doomed. They just need to be kicking. (laughs) They just just need to be just totally wiped off the map. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, we've got to. we got to actually. You know, I was talking to Marty about that uh, last night, just vaguely. We were talking about the UN and, and things like that. I said, you know what? Rather than rather than start kicking people out of those organizations, what we need to do is because I I wholly believe through the research and everything that I'm doing, and I'm not going to get into that right now, but everything that I'm doing, I believe that those organizations have been subverted by the likes of China and Russia and, and these other countries. North Korea actually holds a seat on the Human Rights Council now at the UN. What an absolute you're joke, ki- right? You're kidding me. Well, nope. who's, hang on. Who is in charge of the who? Uh, China has two seats no, there. No, no, no. Who's the man that's the voice? Oh, it's Gates. Uh, no, uh, Tedros. No, no. Tedros. But he's a puppet of Gates. Yeah, but Tedros is... Yeah, he's guilty of... Yeah, Well, yeah, he's guilty of, of genocide in Ethiopia. Yeah. Yeah, that's and true. He's, and he's the voice and the face that goes yeah. out there. Yeah, of course. You I mean, they're taking the piss. Yeah. Rather than just kick these these people that you know the subverters and and the faces and everything like that out you know such as like tedros and and that that lot rather than do that the consortium of countries in the west need to just leave and if that happens simultaneously which to trump's credit he did pull us out of the who what legitimacy do those organizations have after that because they've used they the clout no, here in the no west legitimacy anyway no they None don't of them were elected true but now they parade them as though they have legitimacy and the only reason that people take them seriously is because they were established in the west to begin with most notably new york and they if say, you would have put so, it in so, china I, it's no like the take paris it agreement so many Same so many thing. government pe- personnel yeah. signed up to it and these agreements with the who so many government people signed up to it no that doesn't mean a damn thing you can just say no and just for the sake of it fraudulently we have been robbed we have been robbed blind so each country should say anything owned by x amount of people gates or anybody within the regime of the wf the pharmaceutical the companies seize it freeze it give it back to the people the pharmaceutical companies need Binning. They are yeah. not doing any help whatsoever. You need to reform your medical um, structure to go back to live vaccines if required and proper doctoring and nursing. You need to take swabs so you can identify what's wrong, not just throw drugs at people. I think they're actually showing trends of, of doing that, but they're doing it very quietly. Bruce and I actually noticed this uh, about a year or two ago. The pharmaceutical companies are shifting their investments, again, very quietly. They are getting into the nutrition side of things. So oh, they, bugs. Well, no, not Crickets, bugs. Right? No, 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 that's, no, not that crap. No, they're getting into the nutrition side of things, as in, i.e., vitamins and trace minerals. They're getting into those. So the supplements that you buy now, we can only assume that 
you know, if you're, if you're, let's say you buy D3. Okay. So I take a D3 supplement every day. You know, it's, it's my own personal blend of vitamins and minerals that I take and it works yeah. for me. You consult a nutritionist and everything else. Well, the pharmaceutical companies are eventually, we're, we're thinking that eventually they're going to turn these into prescription only drugs. Oh, control. Well, yeah, because yeah. vitamin D3. Doing, remember what they were doing in New Zealand? They were, they were yeah. trying to um, say, well, you could call it outlawing the use of this, this and this and this by certain people, whatever, because they wanted to take charge of it and make laws. Mm-hmm. that would then say who can and can't use, create, and sell it. And it, it, it's disgusting. It is so bad. It is. It's unbelievable. It is. And this is one of the reasons right here. This is a paper that uh, was published in mid-2021 about nutrients. This was put together by a in, an independent researcher at the University of Heidelberg in Germany, the University of Tübingen, and another one in Erfurt, right? So three different independent researchers at universities. The title of this paper is, and anyone can go and and dig this out, COVID-19 mortality risk correlates inversely with vitamin D3 status and a mortality rate close to zero could theoretically be achieved at 50 nanograms per milliliter of D3. Mm -hmm. And now you've got the pharmaceutical companies that are trying to take control of nutritional supplements. Because well, when we, we looked at D3 in correlation, to, it, D3K2 in correlation to what was going on with COVID, we're like, wait a minute, this is actually stopping all of this, you know? And then of course, if you, if you threw in zinc and if you threw in quercetin on top of that, and then the, the evil horse dewormer that they were shouting about, uh, ivermectin, ivermectin, right? These are all well, things I mean, that they want to control. You, you really, if you talk to a, vir- a virologist and you looked into the history of viruses, Vitamin C has just about knocked everyone out of the ball court. Yes. And again, that's by comparison, D3, vitamin C, and uh, quercetin, these are these are pennies, more or less. Yeah. They cost almost they nothing. You can get a supply, uh, you can get a year's supply, a year's worth of vitamin C, as in like the actual powder, for I think $30, euros or pounds. And D3, you can get that for, I think it's 3 Three cents or pence, as you say, per day is what it costs. Yeah, it's next to nothing. It's nothing. There's an easy answer to most things. Clean living is one of the biggest things. Some people will be shouting and screaming and saying, it's all right for you. Uh, Sorry, we've got ourselves here as the Western part of humanity because basically we've dragged ourselves down this route of being medically dependent, right? Cough, cold, whatever burying in the whole medical system, overburdening it, when really the necessity isn't if you look after yourselves. You can actually do it, stay healthy. There's so many easy ways in life to do it, whether you can be asked or not. The biggest problem is if you're working, you feel like you're overburdened, whatever, and you come back home and you give it, oh, just get on with, do what you want, go in your room, play your games. No, go out with your children. Get some exercise, do stuff throughout their early years. Cycling is brilliant. Walking, if you don't cycle, all manner of things. It's just to stay active. If they want to involve themselves in something, get involved with them. There's two parents, I'm sure. I mean, and both of you really need to survive to actually help your kids grow up. There is simple answers to everything. And believe it or not, you might enjoy it. And that's the thing. You might just enjoy it. I've enjoyed it so far. My daughter's 15, and I'd be damned sure by the time she's 19, when her 
muscle set is there and everything and her body's there and whatever then i can quite happily say to myself i've done my bit i've helped you along hopefully you've got the right mindset to carry on by yourself and she has thoroughly enjoyed it as well and she's got ideas of what she wants to eat or not wants to eat and by the way she's not a vegetarian or just a carnivore she's an omnivore because she's realized nutritionally she needs to get stuff from all of nature and that's the way we are because i don't mind whether you're vegetarians or you're one way or another but when you politicize it and you put other people down because they're one way or another on food no you can say hang on don't be stupid shouldn't have that because of something you know there's so many things coming out in fact i forgot to check up on aspartame this month oh because they were were going to make a decision on that they did make a decision on that earlier this week uh actually just about 48 hours ago they have officially classified that as a carcinogen that causes cancer oh and it's been and the fda five times since 1974 has said it's okay perfectly fine and so that's so and they are still got that in coca-cola zero coke zero haven't they it's still in all the um oh, it's strange because i don't have a word for it here they call it zero light. sugar yeah zero they call it light stuff. or zero and then in yeah. the us and the uk and i believe australia they diet, call it diet or whatever yeah. stuff yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 but this is what people don't get oh it's in there so it's been classified as a as carcinogenic and now it's still out there well, you see, Ned, they have to get it through all of the stock first before they... Before yeah, they, they'd have to sell yeah, it first. got to sell it first. Yes, of course. Yeah. You wouldn't want them to lose yeah. any money. Yeah, so It's people, a lot of money for Coca-Cola and Pepsi. Look on the back of your recall. Coke yeah. cans and everything else that you want to do and just that see. That also, yes, for, for our EU listeners, I would like to say not only is it called aspartame on the label, sometimes here the regulators will disguise it. It's also referred to as E951. So yes, it is. Anybody, E-number, yeah, yeah, it's an E number. Anybody that's uh, that's in the EU that that listens to us, or the UK for that matter, because I think you guys still use the E codes there. Yes, look for E nine five. Use both. Yeah, look look for E nine five one. Yeah, it's pretty scary, isn't it? It is. It is because they're they're nineteen seventy four. just how yeah. many years is that? That's a good fifty years. Yeah, fifty years. It's been in there. They've they've killed a number of people with that. Yeah. <laughs> Have you got time just for a couple of round-the-world jobbies? Round-the-world jobbies. Does it have anything to do with climate change? Because you've been railing about that. Because let, let's. No, I'm leaving it alone no? at the moment because okay. I want to do another right. special on that sometimes. Okay. But, I mean, right. I've done my I've done my smallpox on. I bored people to death. Um, is Israel still protesting? They are, aren't they? They had hundred thousand people last out I there the other day. Yeah, last I checked. Yeah. yeah. And the and that is foreign, all about. Yeah, the foreign diplomat made a made a. Um, uh, an appearance in the U.S. and Biden fell asleep during the television interview. Someone forgot to give me his ice cream so he could stay awake. No, he was no. It, it was it was ridiculous because he was literally mumbling as his head was drooping down and he fell asleep. Oh dear God! Oh, he'll be running again then. In his oh, sleep, yes. he he has announced that he is running again, and they have officially named his campaign headquarters. Don't know if you've heard yet or not. He's named it, and they are doing it at his house in Delaware. He's going back in the basement. Right. Buried yes. in the basement? <laughs> Probably where he will end up. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> um, digital world. Digital world. India got their, uh, have got their foot into that in a big way now. You know, you actually showed me a picture of um, uh, the Indian prime minister landed on the tarmac, and nobody was there to greet him except whatever. Yes, the deputy but, foreign minister was there to greet him. 
But okay, that, that, that's as much as a fog screen as much as anything else because in India since 1988, they had um, a... Um, digital system start they started to run a digital system called upi where they used to you know when it would this is when they were thinking about you know qr codes and stuff which they've implemented since so they started this digital system going when the qr codes were invented they totally put it into it yeah and france has got their lyra system and they're linking it with the upi system and Singapore pay now system is linking it with India's UPI system. Now India's already got links with US, Australia, Saudi, UK, UAE, Nepal, Bhutan, Canada, Hong Kong. Last year alone, even though they've only got 40% of it sorted out in our own country, one trillion went through that system. Interesting. People just using yeah. people just using it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that is so India's got their foot in that in a big way. So the transactions were one trillion alone. Well, and they haven't a, really got it up and running up to fifty yeah, percent yet. Yeah. Well, India is also they're they're one of the fastest growing economies. So you're going to oh, see yeah, that yeah. go up even higher. Yeah. Brazil has got their own system they're booting up called PIX. P-I-X. Yeah, but they're, they're going down that route. Yeah, but uh, Lula, uh, Lula da Silva, he said the other day. Well, I, it's been more than the other day, but I say the other day they're joining the BRICS thing, so they're yeah. going to be they're going to be on board with that. Of course they are. But then India, India has, has got to walk a, a thin line, right? Because they um they are very dependent like on Ru Russian oil. Yeah, they? I I they are, and I don't. I don't like that. Uh, they're also dependent on China for drugs, for, you know, pharmaceutical drugs. Well, the world, the world's yeah dependent on China for that a lot. Yeah, well, because we were stupid see, enough to give. Do you away know how the West has worked food. out their sanctions? This is what I don't like because I, I find it totally hypocrisy. It's like when right in the beginning, Europe was taking the gas and everything from Russia and paying them forty billion, and then shoving a billion's worth of weapon hardware into Ukraine. So they were funding both sides of the war. Yeah. Great hypocrisy. The Western sanctions, the way they've worked the Western sanctions out, they say it is basically if they um if anyone buys Russian you can buy it by the way. The West says they can buy oh, it. Yes you can. As long, yeah. as, uh, as long as you don't pay over sixty dollars a barrel. Yes, of course. Right. If we're you pay actually... over $60 a barrel, that, that's too much. And if you do, we're going to put sanctions on you. And how are they going to do these sanctions? Because they've got control of all the shipping insurance, yeah? Yeah. That is and how they, were... they implement it. Well, they were also doing this. I, and I, I love how these – th there's no Western government that's that's clean on this one to get around these, these, quote, sanctions. But they try to do it for the sake of public consumption, I guess, you know, to make it look like they're actually doing something. But in reality, what they were actually doing – they were actually buying oil from the Chinese. I don't know if anybody's noticed or not, but the Chinese don't have a drop of oil. Where do you think they get it? Well, they've just about exhausted your um, excess. Oh, the now, reserves? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Biden. Well, you see that, <laughs> Biden, that was Biden that was, sold that off. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Bless him. To China, actually. I'm not joking. Yeah, I know. I know. Oh yeah. That's what. That's why when you mentioned China, I oh yeah, that that's where in. a lot of it. Went. I'm very yeah. aware of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, so you've got also you've got. The neighbors of India, which are Pakistan, they want Russian oil. They now they've got to be they've got to be wary because because of that road that China's making them pay for the trade uh -huh. road. They got inflation of thirty eight percent, and they owe and, China a lot of money. And they just had a visit from a representative from Ukraine asking for weapons from Pakistan. From Pakistan, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, they're getting everywhere. 
Pakistan they're taking is gonna, the begging bowl all yeah, way Pakistan, around the world. Pakistan is going to end up toe to toe with China because of this this <laughs> lopsided trade deal at some point. So, so, so this is happening, yeah. <laughs> it does it does amuse me, but um, there's a couple of bits of social stupidity I I I, I found because um, it, it just it just amazes me. I mean, there was um, there was a debate on um, one of your US platforms, and obviously there was. You could say some youngsters on one side and there were some adults on another side. And one of the things that one of the adults said was was basically, um, uh, I don't understand and I don't, uh, I'm a bit disappointed that on these social platforms, you can not allow an ex-president of the United States to have an account on these social platforms. And yet the Taliban can quite freely use any of them. Well, not yeah. only that, the Iranians, yeah, the, the yeah. Ayatollah, oh, yeah, he, yeah. He, how many but times he, has he, he called got... for the annihilation of whoever, depending on what day yeah. it is? But the answer, the answer back from the teenager was just so, I, I just, I just thought, are you kidding me? Is that all you can come up with? And he just went and he said, well, did the Taliban violate any community guidelines? And I went, really? Are you Why real? don't we just, why don't we give him a seat on the UN Human Rights Council while are we're at it? Are you real? Yeah. Hang on. Any community guidelines? <laughs> and that was, and I went, the thick. The thing, I'm well, sorry. That it? was a really stupid answer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How do you say it in, in, in uh, how do you say it in English? Thick as mince? Isn't that what you say? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thick as mince. That's the polite way of putting it. Judiciary system. Oh, now, God, we all know we all know this. the Italians. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, that they're, they're 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 sexually down the wrong end of the road, and they're Actually, pretty nasty. They just. <laughs> you mean the French, or are you talking about the Italians? Italy. Italy, Italians. Um, the Italians made a ruling today. One of their courts actually made a ruling today on this transgender craziness. Miss Italy has banned. Uh, no, I'm sorry. It was the the competition. Miss Italy. So the Miss Italy competition because yeah. the Netherlands just crowned a, a biological man as Miss Netherlands. I don't know if you saw that or not. But oh, that's got to be the, that, that. Oh that. yeah, you should have seen the one that was the woman What's that was the runner-up. or whatever. What was? I don't know. I, I, I oh, Ruder. Yeah, yeah. He's He's gone. Ruder, that's he's, it. He's gone. Miss Italy has banned transgender competitors from taking part in the competition. Uh, that's just happened today. And they say that contestants must be a woman from birth. Yeah. Yeah. That is because Italians are basically, they do understand male, female, whatever, but they are filthy, dirty gits as well because their ju judiciary system, I'm sorry, I had to say that. Because their judiciary system did make a ruling. Because there was a young schoolgirl who took uh, a 66-year-old janitor to court. Now, this janitor was at school and took him to court because she was walking along and he dipped his hands into her panties for a few seconds as she walked along, right? So she squawked, took him to court, and guess what the judiciary ruled? Uh, he did nothing wrong. Well, he said, oh, I was only making a joke. That's a hell of a way judiciary, to make a joke. Then the judiciary system will, oh, well, they acquitted him because it was less than 10 seconds. Pardon? <laughs> it was less than, that is, that is, they acquitted what a hell him. hell of an excuse. Because, yeah, because it was less than 10 seconds and he was obviously just making a joke. And they put a time on it, less than 10 seconds. And I went, are you serious? So now they've got mass gropings occurring across all of Italy now? Or? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, is that going to actually start something or what? Yeah, of course it is. 
Because we're ruling on precedent now across the West for God knows what reason. Yeah. Oh, by the way, California, they always do something stupid, don't they? More than Democrats of California. Yeah. Well, it's another thing they did. Um, they blocked a bill the other day. No surprise. What, what was it on? The bill was to make child trafficking a serious crime. Oh yes, yes. We can't we can't shut down the coffers of the Democrat Party. So you know we gotta we gotta keep that one <laughs> so alive. Basically, they wanted to push the bill through to make committing such a crime you should get twenty five years to life, and the Democrats blocked it under. And this is what they actually said. And here's a quote: They were worried that it would lead to longer sentences. So basically, what they're saying is is that they don't want any of their politicians in the party going to prison, <laughs> you know, because they need them in office. I mean, there is some stupidity going on there. It's just, and it's, I mean, so basically, what have you got with your Democrats? You've got, hang on, so they support child trafficking now, do they? I mean, they've already got. Oh, paedophilia, child mutilation, talking uh -huh. about the trans thing. Yeah. Uh, they allow drugs on the streets. Yep. Wholesale. There's so much in America. Mm -hmm. um, they've taxed the population out of ownership. Homelessness. I mean, homelessness. Yeah. Homelessness. They kowtow to criminals. Mm hmm. Um, what else have we got here? Oh, yeah. Including the Biden mafia. Let's put that one in. We got <laughs> it's no so surprise there. So, I mean, oh, man, it's just, I mean, they're so morally and ethically out of it. There is no yeah. substance yeah. to them whatsoever. I don't, yeah, I don't see how you can be a, an RFK junior and, and run as a Democrat. I, I don't see how you can. I know, it's I mean, very strange, isn't it? It is. Unless, unless if you ran as a Democrat, I don't know, can you actually change that by doing it? No, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, well, they're not it's, going it's to allow. Weird. It's it Yeah, they're not going to allow. sounds right. No, no, it just not doesn't sound right. They're not going to allow him to be mm -hmm. a representative of that party, you know, as in a presidential candidate and the nominee. They're not going to allow that because he doesn't represent what that party stands for. He represents the classic Democrat, you know, stuff like his father and his uncle, you know, JFK and Bobby Kennedy Sr. As in what? Liberal ideas? Proper liberal ideas. Yeah, or, yeah. Or, or, as in, yeah. They were Democrats. You know, they, they yeah. couldn't run like JFK, for example. I don't like JFK. The Democrat and democracy. I don't. I don't either. Yeah, I don't it either. Just but doesn't, they've they, made a mockery. They totally of it. twisted it. Yeah, yeah. They've made a mockery of it. But JFK, for example, if you go back and you listen to some of the things that he talked about, and I'm not saying that everything he did was great. He did a lot of things I didn't agree with. And granted, it was before my time. But he could not get elected as a Republican today. And he was a Democrat back then. Amazing, isn't it? Really, it is. It, that's yeah. how far we've been Overton windowed here. Yeah, that's true. Oh, remember me telling you about that? Um science thing the other day about um they stopped the launch it's going off in october about the satellite with the drive that doesn't push out any particles and yet they found it could propel yeah. stuff yeah well there's something else going on in the space program that did happen because that didn't happen because there was a, a fault somewhere india launched the other day didn't it i did see that yes and so did the chinese so they've, they've gone off to put something on the moon mm-hmm yeah yeah, so that's interesting. India's still moving forward. And see, this is it. You see, if, I mean, they, 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 they've they they've launched, it's gone well so far. They've got to get that module on the moon. I haven't looked at anything in the last day to see if it's still on course. I've got to chase that up. But that is, that is, that, that is cool. That is, as far as I'm concerned, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. the space race is cool. Yeah. And then there is one interesting thing that I accidentally fell over. And it's very strange, very strange. And it's to do with North America. And it came out from somebody having a look at something in Massachusetts. 
and this has been in existence since 1988. Have you ever heard of something called My Chip Program? I have not. Right. Okay. This program apparently, quote from a website, their website, this program provides tools to help law enforcement authorities uh, to find and identify a lost or missing child. The information taken from children is their digital fingerprints, digital imaging, digital video, dental impressions, DNA mouth swabs. So all of these things are collected from children. And, right, okay, the reason, quote, just in case your loved one gets abducted. That's from the website as well, right? So basically, this is um, in North America, yeah? The website MyChip is managed by, here we go, you're going to love this, most worshipful Grand Lodge of Ancient, Free and Accepted Masons in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. And so basically, it's funded by Freemasons at Grand Lodge level. And it's staffed by volunteers from other lodges, as well as law enforcement and dental professionals. But they've been collecting hundreds of thousands of children's fingerprints, digital imaging, dental impressions, DNA, mouth swabs, since 1988. And then they hold, they actually hold the data, and it's managed by what they call the Freemasons uh, proprietary software. And then they work alongside law enforcement and whatever which is fine it was probably created in an altruistic ideal or whatever but it's also outside this data bank is outside the law and managed by i don't know an unregulated group or whatever you mm. want to call them yeah it's just an interesting thing it just i went wow you know don't know where it's going don't know what it is but that's a because looking into the digital world and all these different platforms. And I came across this and I went, crikey, that's been going on since 1988. Once I looked into it, you might yeah, be able quite... to, yeah, you might be able to, I, I'm not saying this, that's what this is, but you might be able to find a link to that possibly. If you look at something that you don't have these in the UK, um, unfortunately, at least I don't think so. Um, the Shriners hospitals, if you look into that, uh, these are charity hospitals that are never talked about by any of the medical establishment because they give free medical care to any child that needs it. Well, uh, that's what hospitals should do. Yes, they. Yeah, that's true. So you might find, and Shriners are Masons, so you might want to take a look at. See, to oh see no, no, no! I just that just come up on the digital platforms, yeah. and it's obviously yeah. it's out there. It's not hidden. It's out there. It's not hidden. Yeah, sure. But that sort yeah. of thing, and uh, you know, obviously, it was started from hey, you know, we can a uh, plat. Whether whether at the time law enforcement went well, we can't fund this sort of thing or yeah. whatever, and they took it upon themselves to do something. I don't know, but it's an interesting platform. It is just for interest. I haven't got anything against it. It doesn't seem to be misused, and they're quite open about it. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, fine. And they work alongside the dental practices, the law enforcement. It's all linked in together. And I went, that's amazing. If it's managed correctly, data's not a problem. You know, when it gets misused, it becomes a problem, you know, because we do quite readily live in an age where the digital age of media and everything, where you know only what you are shown, because most people can't be asked in their busy lives to go and look for stuff. As long as life seems to tick along quite so-so. Indeed, you're right, my friend. Unfortunately, we're out of time. However, before we go, you had a surprise for me 
So therefore, because I'm such a, a nice guy, I have a okay. surprise for you. You've been talking about climate change the last couple of, well, two, three podcasts that you've been on in two, three weeks. And I didn't want to deprive you of discussing anything with that today. In fact, I asked you just a little while ago, just a few minutes ago, and I, I said, does that have to do with climate change? You said, no, you wanted to stay away from it because you wanted to do another special on it. Okay, fine, fine. But last week... And I believe it was the week before we've been seeing the record temperatures, right? Yeah, we've been seeing all the supposedly. Oh yeah, we had, we supposedly. had somebody from the UK yeah. saying the hottest June, yep. and then hottest June, Greece, yeah. and, and then was, Greece. Yep, the, the Red Cross it was out happened. there helping people with dehydration and everything. Yes, dehydration. Yeah, yeah that's right. They were fanning themselves. They they just didn't know what to do, and and the extreme heat has killed. 61,000 people in Europe this year already. Uh, and it's just, it's showing no signs of stopping. Well, you're familiar with Just Stop Oil? Yes. I wish I wasn't. Uh, yeah, I wish I wasn't too. And, and uh, Are they still stuck to some concrete somewhere, hopefully? No, they're only stuck on, on concrete over here. You know, they're using industrial <laughs> epoxy to glue their hands. To just it. leave them it's there. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I would too. But they're, they're actually, the authorities here are having to cut the chunks of the, the tarmac out and they're walking around with it on their hands now because we have no means of removing that industrial epoxy that they're using. Just bill them for it. They're more than likely probably going to lose their hands if you can you know imagine. what they should do? They should, while they're stuck down there, they should get the ambulances along and say, well, we've got to cut you out and whatever, but first we're going to remove all your clothing and then just cut them out of their clothing. Yeah. And say, well, we're not going to bill you for what we're going to do, but you're going to have to buy some new clothes, mate. Yeah, sorry, sorry about that. Yeah, well, unfortunately, this woman here, she was arrested before she even got started this weekend, and she was she was doing it for her family. Take a listen. I went onto the road and was arrested straight away without any warning. Constable Wilson arrested me after about half a dozen steps on the road. Uh, I've done, uh, and I've got my grandson coming tonight. He's staying for the next two nights with Grandma and Granddad. And he told me uh, when I saw him last week, the first thing he said to me was, Grandma, the fish in the pond are dying. Is five the fish in the pond are dying because it's too hot for them and they can't breathe. And I'm doing this for him. And now I've been arrested, illegally arrested. And I don't know what I'm going to do because he's at home with no pitiless. Well, my husband will be there. Granddad will be there. Thank you. You see, it's so hot. That the, the fish, saying, the fish can't breathe. I, I'm sorry. What an idiot! She's crying because she knows she's made a mistake. Oh yeah, that's full of I'm, nothing but self pity. Well, I'm surprised because the, basically, the, I'm surprised they even now arrested her. Her her little boy is going to be going. Why'd you get arrested? Was well, she going to go back and say, "Well, it's all your fault because you told me about the fish, yeah. the little git," <laughs> and he's going to go, "Whoa, no, you stupid! You're an adult. Why didn't you actually?" Look into, do fish die in water because of the heat or do they move through the levels? Because funnily enough, even in water, you have temperature levels. Yes, yeah? you do. So why didn't you go along that way and try and help the kid how to have his own husbandry on his fish pond instead of being a total dork and causing all that problems, which you should get billed for, you silly woman. 
I'm surprised that the uh, the good constable there even placed her under arrest, to be fair, because usually when you see these idiots out there in the streets, the police just stand there and do nothing. Mm. And anybody that tries to interfere, they arrest them. I was illegally arrested. Well, you'll have your day in court, darling. Off you go. You know, fine. But you still blew it because you didn't. You acted so stupid. I'm only here because he said the fish are dying in his pond where? I mean, she actually brought to the fore exactly the idiocy of it all. Indeed. You know, so yeah, okay. And there is no climate crisis. No, there isn't. I, I heard the uh, the Greenpeace guy again uh, over the weekend. He was on a podcast and he, he was showing graphs and the ice core samples going back. I think it was until like the 15, the 13 or the 1500s or something like that. And where we are, as in uh, taking into account the Industrial Revolution and everything, where yep. we are is exactly where we should be. Yeah. We, we are, are right we are. on track. The biosphere is working its own balance out. And like I said, the only people, the only thing in this world that can really mess climate up is humans. And it will be from the corporate side trying to force an issue and those whirly gravestones, and that's it. It's just the industry, they are dragging they're creating mines, they're mineral mines, they're dragging all this stuff out the ground, and this stuff isn't going to last long, and it's not doing anything. No. 3% of energy is not enough for seeing all of that scattered all over the place. No, certainly not. All right, my friend, it's been an absolute pleasure. We're going to do some changes. I was talking to you on the phone about it uh, earlier today. We're going to do some changes, and we're going to do some mix-ups. Not this coming week, but it's going to be the week after. Uh, and so we're going to kind of fill in those gaps, if you will. Uh, yeah, so we're going to be, gonna be uh, yeah, we're going to be making some changes and because we have to adapt, right? We are going to be making some changes and we're going to be putting out more content, not less. So yeah, we're looking forward to seeing how that turns out. But we only know if we try. So one last thing, hopefully um, I bumped into... Um an intelligent young man the other day. And, you know, like when I was out in Greece, he said, did I hand the card out about the show to anybody? Uh -huh. And I'm not one, unless people ask or whatever, although I haven't got any cards to do that, I won't tell them the direction or whatever, where the show and the platforms. But I actually was asked the other day by a, um, a young gentleman called Arter. Yeah, and I told him. And hopefully he'll get to listen to this and I'll say, if you're interested, listen, because he sounded uh, quite an intelligent person. And I'll be seeing him sometime in the next week or two. And um, yeah, I'll be interested to see what his feedback is. Very good. Glad to hear it. We hope that that person has uh, has tuned in and we hope that they tell other people. That's right. Another voice. Mm -hmm. You got it. All right, my friend. It's been a pleasure. We'll see you next week. Actually, we'll see you. Um, yeah, we will see you next week. We'll see you more than one day next week. Ned, I would like to thank you for being here today. Thank you to all the listeners. God bless everyone. And have a great evening. It's been a pleasure. Good night, everyone.